GM, I'm Matthew Diemer, and this is GM from Decrypt. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good morning. Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. Over here in the Midwest in Cleveland, Ohio, we're almost through the two worst months of the winter. January's done. It's behind us. Now it's time to tackle February. Once we get through this month, the silver lining of the summer and spring is upon us and we'll come out of our hibernation and then I can go work on my garden and drink beer in the sunshine instead of hiding in the depths of my living room. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. And I'm recording this at 9, 10 Eastern Standard Time. Oh, by the way, that's AM, by the way. We have Bitcoin sitting at $23,095, pretty much even from yesterday. Ethereum's at $1,581, pretty much even from yesterday. Tether's number three. Binance is number four at 309 down about 0.7%. And USDC is number 5. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Cardano, Doge, which is down 3% at 9.1 cents. And Matic is at $1.10 in the number 10 spot, down 1.5%. The total market cap is sitting at $1.05 trillion, pretty much even from yesterday. We have a BTC dominance of 42.5 and an F dominance of 185 Moving into our news today, and we're going to be talking more about Celsius because Celsius is getting the clicks, and once something gets the clicks, the news agencies, the news media keeps writing about it until it gets no more clicks, and then we move to something else. But no, I'm just being being me, and uh, we have to talk about Celsius because it's important. We have to figure out what's going on with this 700-page report from the examiner that was released yesterday, and as time marches forward, as it inevitably does... More and more stuff is going to be brought up from this report. It's 700 pages, so it's going to take some time. And this is the new information that has come out of the report. And this information is that Celsius was using QuickBooks to keep track of its finances. QuickBooks. And as you know, FTX was also using QuickBooks. John J. Ray III, the new CEO of FTX, during his U.S. House Financial Services Committee hearing, said that he has nothing against QuickBooks. It's a nice tool but it's not for a multi-billion dollar company, which Celsius was, or pretended to be, or did something. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, we'll continue. Basically, the examiner said that it's been very challenging to assess the company's finances post-bankruptcy, as QuickBooks is mainly geared towards small and medium-sized businesses. Celsius's finances were tracked across various divisions in 15 separate QuickBooks files, and without automatic systems in place to produce a consolidated statement for the lender. So, basically, they had 15 different QuickBook files around all their different divisions, and he had to pull them and consolidate them to figure out what's going on. 
Once the examiner found out what was going on with Celsius's finances, they found significant discrepancies. And these issues date back as far as 2020, showing that the lender took on hefty loans at one point to keep the business afloat and managed to lose money while cryptocurrencies were booming. So just imagine that. Instead of making money on crypto when it was all-time highs, we're talking about $60,000, $65,000 Bitcoin, they lost money. The examiner also found that it blew past its own lending limits, including lending $2 billion to Tether and owing millions of dollars in taxes. The examiner also found that Celsius spent around $558 million buying sell tokens. Again, pumping the price. One of the victims in all of this, who is anonymous, said, there's a lot of manipulation of the token, and it was used in an extremely improper way by insiders. And the victims are taking notice. Speaking of the victims, Celsius released an official report on the upcoming withdrawals, and they provided a list of eligible users that can take withdrawals, what they can withdraw, and how much they can withdraw. How much can they withdraw? I know you're asking. Well, it's 94% of the qualified custody assets. Eligible users will also receive specific details related to the gas and transaction fees associated with the upcoming withdrawal procedures. Eligible users who do not have sufficient assets in their accounts to satisfy the fees will not be permitted to withdraw their assets. Let me, let me, let me say that again. Your assets are locked in Celsius. They've been locked there for, for a long, long time. You're fighting to get your assets back. They're only going to give you 94% of your assets, meaning that they're going to keep 6%, and you better have the gas or else you don't get your money. That is absolutely insane. And it's just insult with injury. You know, it's like cover the gas fees, allow people to withdraw, and you're keeping 6% of the funds. So at least hold those to make sure people can withdraw their money. Okay, so who can withdraw their funds from Celsius? Well, I can tell you, it's not everybody. Users who held their funds in Celsius custody program or in a withhold account can get 94% of their money back if those funds were only ever in the custody program or were moved to the custody program from interest earning or borrow accounts in the 90 days prior to the petition. And this is a key one. Their value is less than $7,500. Well, actually, it's $7,575. If your value is less than that, then you can access 94% of your funds. Basically, if you had a lot of money in Celsius, you're not getting it back yet. Moving over to the UK, the UK Treasury has outlined new rules that could see an increased responsibility placed on crypto firms when it comes to requirements for authorization and disclosure documents. This means that UK regulators would need to authorize crypto exchanges before they can set up shop in Great Britain. Applications would need to include the firm's business plans, outline operations, and provide a description of controls and risk management processes. In a letter to Silvergate CEO Alan Lane, three U.S. editors alleged that the crypto bank's dealings with FTX further introduced crypto market risk into the traditional banking system, and they demand Silvergate to provide more information on this. I bet you can't guess who the first name on the list is for who wrote this letter. You're right. Senator Elizabeth Warren. But there's two others. John Kennedy, a Republican from Louisiana, and Roger Marshall, a Republican from Kansas. In Q4 of 2022, Silvergate announced that users pulled $8.1 billion in crypto deposits, something people called worse-than-Great Depression-era runs on a bank. In that same quarterly filing, the Q4 filing of 2022, they also indicated that Silvergate sold roughly $5.2 billion in debt securities as well as withdrew 
$4.3 billion loan from the Federal Home Loan Bank to shore up its accounts. The letter also adds an extensive questionnaire to gather more information about the relationship between FTX, Alameda, and Silvergate. Silvergate is expected to respond to this letter by February 13th at the latest. The letter concludes is that if Silvergate goes very wrong, then they're going to leave the burden on the FDIC, and therefore the American taxpayer will be holding the bag. And finally, NFTs is the world's first exchange-traded fund for NFTs, and they're shutting down. They will close and liquidate NFTs, its Defiance Digital Revolution ETF, by February 28th. And I really thought this was a good idea. It's something I thought of back in the day when NFTs were just getting popular. I was like, I want exposure to a bored ape, but I can't afford a bored ape. How can we get more people involved with holding NFTs? ETF was a very simple idea. I'm surprised it failed, but I think they're going to be back. Thank you for listening to this episode of GM. We'll be back tomorrow. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>